Again, everyone, welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games within the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives from varying skill range. I am the one who always says hi to life, Andrew. With me, the one who needs to get a life, Keith. Hello. And the one who sounds like she's at the end of her life, Liz. Hey, guys. I will say you do sound much better today, Liz. Thanks. <laughs> but you're still a little sick. But thank you for still being here and doing this. Uh, so if you couldn't tell, this week we played High on Life, which was a listener request. Thank you so much to the user the Funky Cat from our YouTube channel, who recommended that we play High on Life by Squanch Games. High on Life is a first-person shooter Metroidvania platformer where you are one of the last. You are a human who is trying to save your fellow humans because Earth has been captured by an evil alien cartel who figured out that they can use humans to actually get high. So you are trying to save humanity with your trusty talking guns. Uh, but just a quick disclaimer, uh, if you have not, if you don't know anything about High on Life, it is a, a very mature game. So even though we try to steer from some mature topics here, it's kind of avoidable with this game. So if you have young ones around, we probably recommend that you do not listen to this episode because there's a lot of inappropriate stuff in this game. <laughs> but uh, Keith, what do you think of High on Life? <coughs> so... I, I don't know, this game came with big accolades, or at least like a lot of hype, and I I guess I, str- I I was a little concerned that I liked Rick and Morty when it came out, and I know this game isn't Rick and Morty, but it's made by the same studio, and towards the end of it, I, I kind of started to tire of the show because I get a little bit over the top with the consistent, excessive graphic humor i guess yeah sometimes it so it's a little shock value for the sake of shock value exactly and i and i know we have we have history of shock value on this (laughs) this podcast but sometimes it gets a little bit tiresome and i was a little afraid this game was going to cross the line it does at times however it was far better than i expected and i and i genuinely enjoyed like all the little corners and little hidden jokes and things like that so Overall, it was it was a game, and I I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, but yeah, definitely, just don't play this game around anybody. You'd be embarrassed to hear uncomfortable things about, or in front of small children. Recommendably, I would say yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, I'm with you, Keith. This is a game for me as well. Uh, I was kind of lukewarm about High in Life. Anytime I saw trailers and stuff for it, I I'm not too crazy about Justin Roiland humor like i i prefer dan Harmon, like balancing him out with rick and morty but like his own projects of like solar opposite i didn't care for as much because to me it's just excessive cursing i felt like just to try to be funny and edgy and it just kind of gets annoying and that's what's afraid of with high on life and at times like you said keith it is kind of like that it is just like ah here's some potty humor and sex jokes and a lot of cursing and it's just like okay but there's some writing in this game that is just at, that is actually really clever and really funny. But the thing I really actually appreciate about High on Life, because I was afraid about this when I saw the trailers, I thought the shooting looked awful. But yeah, the shooting isn't great, but it's kind of actually a positive for this game because like this is a first-person shooter that it's a weird, it's a dying breed of, it's a first-person shooter where it isn't like a sweaty kind of first-person shooter. Like you can actually chill and relax and just like shoot some aliens. And I don't feel like, oh man, this is a super hard boss. This is a super hard segment. I don't know how to beat it. Like, it's just kind of a relaxing game, which is kind of nice. So yeah, this is a game for me, but I'm going to read what Keith says. Absolutely do not play this around small children because you're just going to be hearing a whole lot of curses and a whole lot of inappropriate jokes. For me, it's a game. I didn't find it overly addictive. And I think I kind of disagree with you guys. If if I understood you correctly with... So for me... Rick and Morty fan, which I think it's, I mean, of course we're going to talk about it because the guy that voices Morty, he uses the the same voice, the same way that he talks, same graphic style. And this is like, and there's stuff I recognize, like little story bits from episodes of Rick and Morty. So, of course, I'm going to compare it because they're using it in the game, even if they don't say that they are. But Rick and Morty, I feel like, does the humor so much better. I feel like there's way too much like shock value and just overdoing it with um, like the potty jokes and stuff. And we'll get into it more later, but I just felt like it was so overdone in this. And 
it definitely doesn't have some of the the character and the charm that is in Rick and Morty. And so for me, I did enjoy the game, but um, I, I'd rather watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> so uh, getting into the story, as I said, with High on Life, you are a human that's on Earth. You are a teenager that just graduated high school. Your parents are kind of disappointed in you because you don't really have any prospects in your life. You just kind of are pl- staying home, playing video games. But your parents went on a trip, so it's just you and your sister stuck at your house. But, of course, it's not a normal day. Aliens come and invade Earth, and you end up discovering a talking gun. They're called Gatlians. And, of course, it's voiced by Justin Roy- uh, Roiland. You know, you got Kenny. He was kind of a simple pistol. But he's kind of your guide through this adventure as he takes you to outer space to try to become a bounty hunter and try to hunt down the cartel and try to save humanity. Yeah, overall, the story, I think, is kind of interesting. But Liz, you just made the point that I didn't really think about. And that is this game kind of does lack the charm. I did not care about any of the characters. I like the Gatlians, the guns that you have. They kind of have some funny quips about them and say kind of funny things. But there's these other characters in the story that I really did not care about. And there's like plot holes right at the beginning. So I, if I remember correctly, the parents were talking about how they're disappointed because the main character's sister got into like a really great school and she's so smart and you're just playing video games. The sister's dumb as soup. Yeah. And she is like the the sister in Rick and Morty with like her interactions with aliens. Like she's just like, oh, I'm the first alien that I see. I'm going to date. And the stuff that she's I didn't texting, think about that. She is. Yeah. Just yes. like Summer. And she was like, wasn't she doing cocaine at the beginning? Yeah. Right at the beginning does cocaine. <laughs> but yeah, she was texting her like, oh, is it safe to go outside? They're talking about how like people are getting high off of humans and stuff. You're on an alien planet. Some alien like just gave you a gun and like, is crapping himself on your couch. And you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to go wander around. So from a plot hole, like right from the beginning. <laughs> and for me, like the big thing with this game is like Morty is like the worst character on Rick and Morty. Yeah. Rick is like he, he like everything you think about him, he admits to, and he thinks that he's worse than he actually is. So you always ha- like he always like projects himself as even more negative. Morty pretends to be a good guy when really he's he's awful. Yeah. Like Rick never tried to rape anybody in the show, you know. And Morty is just like pretending to be good, and then the character Kenny, which I mean I might as well call him Morty, but I won't. But he. <laughs> He like it does that thing in Rick and Morty where he's like, I can't believe you did that. But it's like, what are you, what what are you doing that's so great? You know, <laughs> I'm the one trying to save an entire planet. Like, shut your stinking pie hole. Morty's <laughs> the worst. You need a balance with, with the second you hear his voice, you're like, you need Rick. Yeah. In my opinion. In which, yeah, your character is completely voiceless, which this is one of the first jokes I actually got kind of a chuckle out of. Uh, the scene that Liz was talking about where your sister's doing cocaine, you're looking in a mirror and you can change your character's like profile of like what race you are, what gender. And I remember seeing this and I'm just like, why am I doing this? I thought I wear a suit the entire time. And yeah, sure enough, it is completely pointless that you're And you're they call you the they character. later on. They don't actually call yeah, you by the gender that you pick. Yeah, they don't call you by a name. They don't so. call you by a gender. It's completely irrelevant as to you picking your character. So it is kind of just a small joke that I thought was kind of funny. But I, I agree. I, I wish your character talked a little. Yeah, I don't know. There's so much dialogue between the guns constantly talking, everybody you're interacting with. I didn't really care. Um, no, but I and and again, I don't know. I think I stopped watching Rick and Morty somewhere around them living on a tiny planet or something like what's that three, four seasons ago. Yeah, I think uh, that was season three. But I, yeah, I I do agree that I I think that there's a, a like an overall balance because the, they're really is just so much crossover in this game. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a plot hole so much as it's just an overused trope of like any storytelling that it's like, oh, she's perfect and seems awesome, but she's actually the worst of them, like you said. And, you know, your character seems like a loser, but he's the one who's saving humanity. So it's it's kind of just like a storytelling lazy thing that they do for, for chuckles, I think, or at least some sort of shock value. Not but- shock value, but like, I don't know. How can someone to it in a that way. dumb get into a good college though? Like there, there's different like types of, you know, not being like street smart, not being like, like there's, there's, there's different types. And so for me, 
I did. She's just dumb, plain dumb. Like I, that's why I'm just like, that's why I feel like it's a plot hole where, and she's also like doing cocaine. Like she doesn't really give a crap. I, I, I don't know. I, I disagree. I think it's, I think it's a big plot hole. I don't know. You, I, and I'm not trying to, I just think of like, and I know this is like the eighties, but like those eighties wall street movies, those, the, the people who were running wall street, they were intelligent people, but yeah, they were doing all sorts of bad stuff. And I don't know, they were kind of dumb in their own way, but I, I like overall the story I didn't care for, but I liked the interactions. And I, other than I think you're right, I didn't necessarily care about any character. Like I wasn't drawn to them, but I was interested, and I thought they were all unique and different enough. I also remember. So I, I don't want to give any spoilers, but there was a situation that I was hesitant to help someone because I remembered something happening in Rick and Morty. And I was like, this is deja vu. And then it turns out exactly what I thought was going to happen was going to happen where <laughs> someone like betrays you. And I was just like, I, I knew it. I, I, it's so for me, that's another interaction that I was kind of bummed about. And also like, so we're talking earlier about kind of like the, the crudeness and like it, it's, lays on heavy with like i mean i thought at the very beginning they're already doing too much because i i love fart jokes i <laughs> i love like i laugh when i hear farts i think they're hysterical yep, that's why you love me yeah that's why i married you because <laughs> i'm farting all the time um, but even at the beginning like the potty humor was laying on too thick where the guy kept talking about him crap crapping himself because he was lazy and then i soon after meet some guy that's selling buckets of Something I feel like I shouldn't say. Now, are you going to give a warning? You can. Oh, well, anyways, I mean, I don't even want to say it because that's just not my... It seemed like you're walking by two people having a conversation. The guy's like talking to his friend about how much he loves like sexual torture. And I'm just like the little conversations like that over and over and over again. It's just like the creators of this. It's just like, I don't understand. I don't understand this humor. Is it humor? I don't... It's, It's like, it's just shock value. You didn't even see the worst of it. There's there's a hidden warp disk that you can get where it summons a puzzle and somebody is at the top of a bunch of pipes on a toilet who wants to poop and his friend is at the end of the pipe wants to eat his friend's poop. So you have to try to connect and make the puzzles go together. So his See, friend, just, and it's just like, what is this? Like it, 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 it's, it's another thing of just like jokes like that. I agree with you, Liz. I'm just like, this is weird. It's weird. Like, like, it's like, I don't understand if it's a humor that is just over my head and I'm maybe, no, cause maybe, it's not like it's clever. Well, it's not trying I'm to like make a statement, a prude, but it's like, am I a prude or is there like a lack of like, maturity or like emotional maturity maybe i don't mean this in like in a mean way but i just like i don't understand why like how it's funny maybe if anybody loves the humor in this game i would love for you to tell me like why i'm not judging i'm not saying this in a judgy way i just don't it sounds judgy it does but i'm I'm, i really do i really would love to understand because online there were people that like i laughed the entire game and i'm just like please tell me what jokes you thought were funny because and let me know like why because i just don't get it well there's a couple like there there wasn't a lot of times where i was cracking up laughing but there was a couple uh, there's a good amount of times i'm chuckling yeah me too the like, mac and cheese brothers i thought were really funny uh the little boy who keeps pushing you calling you fresh meat that's a that's a really funny joke yeah, there, were, there was that thing that kept like falling around that was um, oh the little and, robot yeah he's yeah, and then he like you eventually do like have to kill him yeah but like i was choosing not to to kill people and so like i would go around them and they would like yell at me and stuff um and like hope that i fall and die and <laughs> same with like if i was talking to someone i walked away from conversation be like oh yeah i'm just talking here i guess i'll just like it's i i thought it was really funny though those parts yeah and i want to say like in no way was i offended i don't get offended by other people's humor i just i just don't get it no, I I totally agree with you, Liz. As far as like it's, there's some moments where it's just it gets a little bit over the top. Now, I think I found myself mostly smiling throughout. I I think like Andrew was saying, yeah. and even and when you both were saying, it's I don't know. I, I was chuckling at points. There was I there was at least one point where I openly laughed out loud and i think it was probably the same point you did andrew if i were to guess the, the final uh, boss joke in the boss before him with an achievement mm-hmm. joke were one two moments that i really laughed yeah i think we're i think probably along the same i don't know if we if we do a quick spoiler thing at the end or whatever but it 
overall it was like, huh, that's kind of funny. And I would stop and I would like watch the little TVs for a little bit. Some of the little, uh, little bits of those things were kind of funny here and there, but I, I think that the, even though Dan Harmon wasn't involved in this, I'm pretty sure it's almost like those were the points that were showing well when it was like there was one of the commercials for um, the sounds of a person trapped in a hole oh, yeah. and the songs were like, why am I down here? <laughs> and like those parts were very genuinely funny to me. Yeah. But then, you know, the poop tube and I was like, this is just aggressive and unnecessary. I, like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that. And you didn't even get a reward for it either. No, no, there was no reason for it. I could have just walked away from it. Yeah. But I, I sat and did the whole thing. And it was one of those things where <laughs> I'll even say at the very, like when it first popped up, I was like, oh, hey, kind of funny. But unless you figure out that puzzle very quickly, you just sit and listen to them go on and on. And it's just, they start to repeat themselves even. So it's not like there's new dialogue. It's just like, great. This is just gross now. I'm glad I'm not the only one that felt that way. I was afraid. Because I, like I said, I did feel kind of prudish when I was playing it. But I also, there was a one guy that, so he was forced to make or watch i think both i think he was forced to make and watch alien porn he's like at first i didn't understand what was going on but now i like i don't think i could go back to like regular porn like human porn and then i accidentally saved him and so he's no longer going to be watching alien porn and i was like am i the (laughs) bad guy here yeah did you save him (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was thinking where i was like because i forgot that 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 well I, I saved the people in the cages. I didn't realize that any human you went up to and you hit that button that it prompts you yeah. that you would, you know, save them. And I was like, oops. <laughs> I, was just I, think a, I, I think I shot just about everyone it would let me. Yeah, same here. I was I was laughing at Liz because, like, I, I didn't want to say to her. But, of course, it's always difficult for me to, like, sit in the same room when Liz is playing a game because she asked me a thousand questions. Did you do this? Did you do this? And I try not to tell her what I did because I want her to experience these moments and I want to see what she's going to do. Well, you lose achievements if you don't kill certain people, which I think is funny yeah. because I went the more passive route. But there's one, a couple people that I tried to kill and I couldn't kill. So there was a scientist like, you have to hit the button or I'm just going to push it anyways, which Morty, sorry, Kenny, was, like like, saying that was a bad person for it. But I wanted to kill the researcher because obviously she's like melding aliens together. She's doing evil stuff and it wouldn't let me kill the evil one. So for me, I just like it was it was annoying. And I mean, I, I just about try to shoot any, everybody <laughs> uh, <laughs> because see, again, it at least warns you when you can't when they're just like, no, I'm not killing this person. But, but I still at least try. Construction workers were telling you like, oh, it's not safe. You can't go there. They were just doing their jobs, you know. Yeah, but then the, the mac and cheese brothers are pushing you. I, I, the Mac and Cheese Brothers, I got a good chuckle out of. I love how many enemies tried to push me off of things to die, and I got the jump pack, and I actually remembered to use it. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. And then another thing I want to bring up is that training center where they were like, oh, you have to sit and wait for an hour. And yeah. I was just, I asked you, I was like, did anybody actually really do that? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's and, a joke if you wait there for an hour. Yeah. I feel like you should get an achievement if you actually do wait an hour. I did not. And there were times where that, that guy was sitting on the toilet taking a crap and was like, oh, no, I need to let you in. You have to wait for me. And I waited a while. And then I was just like, nah. Wait, told did me- you really wait in the training center the whole hour? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I, I did watch. I mean, it, they didn't shoot, sit for the whole hour, but I did watch where someone did and they made a video of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess it just like congratulates you and opens the door or something. No, the door breaks. And then he's like, oh, now you got to wait a week. <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it, but but like those are the things that I appreciated about the writing of the game, though. Like, it wasn't the overall story. I thought it was just you know you're you're hunting down the bad guys, and they didn't give you a whole lot of story about them other than they were a cartel of some sort. Yada yada. That was about it. Yeah. But I liked, yeah, like those little things as you went through it, and those. It, so it like that's what kept me playing. And the and the. I think the gameplay was pretty fun too. Yeah, the gameplay, I think is is nice. It's like I said, uh, kind of at the beginning. What I liked about the gameplay, like, because I've seen a lot of people kind of complain about of just like, oh, it's too easy. It's just you're fighting a lot of the same enemies. In which, yes, it is true, but I think it's more of a positive thing about this game because there are just a ton of hidden jokes, and the environment is well designed, and there's just like just hidden like visual hidden jokes kind of thing too. And so this game is all about kind of you you taking your time. And so since the combat's easy, like I was having fun with it. I never really felt stale with the combat, 
but it was nice not like being sweaty like constantly like thinking like oh here's this very hard boss i gotta fight or here's a segment where there's too many of these hard enemies or i gotta do this and that it was just it was a a relaxing kind of game i think one thing that bothered me and this is nothing against the game is that i feel like my favorite gun um personality wise was probably gus i believe and but he was the one i used the least you know, I, I use... I, yeah, I didn't care for Gus. I use Knifey a lot because I just wanted to make him happy. I mean, he's a <laughs> knife. What, what life is he going to have, you know? And I used him a lot with like the small critters. But for me, I feel like I ended up using Sweezy a lot. I like, and wait. she was kind of the worst character-wise. Yeah. I like... All right, so you used the knife because you had pity on him because <laughs> he's a knife? Yeah, because I didn't stab um, Gene at the beginning. And so I already <laughs> let him down once. Which I think there's an achievement for that. Yep, but I, was I stabbed just like, Gene. <laughs> I mean, obviously you don't kill him, right? No. So I, I, you know, it gave him so much joy and I'm killing them anyways. And um, and yeah. yeah. But I think like personality wise, Sweezy was my least favorite and I was stuck with her a lot because she was, she was great. Uh, see, I was going to say the knife was the one that annoyed me more than anybody. Yeah, but he doesn't like, talk much. He talks like no. when you first get him and then basically when you kill bosses and that's it. Yeah, and and he still annoyed me the most by those because he was the one that was just the most over the top. And I get it. He's like a psychopath. But when he's like, oh, I get sexual gratification cutting things open. I'm like, jeez. And now it's just like, it's getting ridiculous, like annoying. Yeah. Like yeah. It just, it stopped being fun to me. His character did at least. Overall, all of the other guns I thought were very entertaining. I thought, actually, I thought Gus was probably one of the least entertaining. Although... The detective part? Did- is, it, is he the detective part? No. Are you thinking of Creature? Is it Creature? Creature's the one oh, that creature. shoots the little... The aliens. No, I, no, Gus I is, the shotgun. is my favorite, like, personality-wise. But is, is the Creature the one that does the detective voice later yeah. on? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. do like him, too. Creature's like, absolutely my favorite. Creature's yeah, he's, my favorite. I think he's the funniest. Um, yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't mind Kenny... No, he was and in then bed. I I kind of liked the the sassy one too the 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 needler one Sweezy, Sweezy yeah I just called her the needler gun yeah she's hundred percent the needler from um, Halo but no I I creature was my favorite but that's just because it was Tim Robinson too and I think Tim Robinson is hilarious so I was a, a big big fan of him but I actually I don't particularly think um ah oh crap what's his name no I can't even think of his name show so much I like him the the voice of Gus. Oh, uh, JB Smooth. Yeah, I don't, I don't like JB Smooth that much. I think he's funny, but I, I don't know. So listening to his voice that much kind of annoyed me. I don't know, and who that's these why I don't particularly care for him. Uh, I obviously know um, who plays Kenny, but everybody else, like, they sounded vaguely familiar, but I don't have like a a negative attachment to the voice. So did you not look him up on IMDb? I did, but I didn't recognize him. Like their voices sounded familiar. But like I will say, even with Kenny, um, really, I, their pictures you don't recognize any of them. Like no, I'm like they, they look familiar. Like like Betsy, Sweezy, and Tim. I recognize them, but I haven't seen them in enough to that I know who they are. But I'm just saying, I don't have a negative um, thing with the voices because I don't I don't fully know who they are. Yeah. But Kenny, I still liked listening to him talk, except for when he was, you know, doing like the holier than now crap. But besides, <laughs> like, besides that, I liked him too. Kenny definitely gave the most like story, the most like exposition. Yeah. But I'm hundred percent with you, Keith. Uh, I was all for creature. I think he was the better gun because you don't have to aim with him. You literally just keep shooting. He's like a grenade launcher. You just kind of shoot out these alien babies and they just chase all the enemies down and kill them for you. And then his, trick hole which is like the secondary fire is he mind controls an enemy for you and i liked his personality wise because to me he was like a sweet innocent dummy and that's just i always loved like he when, when he talked like at one point you do a detective mode and the entire time he talks like a uh like a 40s detective like a like a private eye and it, it just it got me i loved I it just got to that part i didn't finish the game but i I like all of the characters in um, boss fights. Like, I actually found myself switching a lot, which normally I just stick to one. Uh, yeah, one you, gun. You're stuck with Kenny majority of the time. No. no. The the last one I, I did, I, I was freezing. I oh, yeah. Was you were using Sweezy quite a bit creature. in the last one. Yeah. I don't use Gus as much. But, I mean, the other three, like, I constantly rotate. And one thing I do want to say about the boss fights is that I actually... 
got kind of bored with them like halfway through combat and I switched to easy mode just to make it go faster. <laughs> and then I would forget to turn normal back on. And the the boss fights weren't awful. It just, I, the first one really I thought was just too long. And I was happy that I still got an achievement after I switched it to, to story mode. Oh, that's what it's called, story mode. But I was curious what you guys played on. I played a normal. Yeah, I I I was gonna do the hard mode because like pretty early on I was like, all right, this isn't too bad. But I looked and there was no achievements for anything, so I figured it wasn't worth it. Yeah, um, that's, that's why I didn't switch. So I stuck to normal mode. I I will say it was maybe the second or third to last boss. There was one of the bosses I did turn on easy mode for. Honest, it was the one where like you're flying around in a haze. That's the second to last. Keep, yeah, that one drove me nuts and honestly even on story mode it still took me probably like 10 minutes because thankfully you don't take much damage but it's just i i wasn't seeing the difference in which one i was supposed to shoot and so that one actually bothered me a lot um other than that though i i thought it was all balanced enough and and they were at least the bosses were unique and fun to fight yeah i actually see I disagree with you, Liz. I enjoyed the boss fights. I thought the boss fights were cool. I liked them. I just thought they overstayed their welcome. Like I actually enjoyed the combat. Like the the bro, the bro one was it? Um, the it the uh, uh, Screndle Brothers. I enjoyed them, but even on normal mode, I wasn't dying. I enjoyed it for the first half, and then I was just okay. I'm over it. So <laughs> it wasn't that the boss fights were bad. I just like. I got impatient. <laughs> see, I thought they were cool. I, I see where you're coming from with them being difficult. I'm with you, Keith. That second to last boss fight, it took me a while to figure it out. And I didn't end up switching the difficulty, but that fight did kind of annoy me too. Because it just, it to me, it felt like, it felt a little lazy. Because the other boss fights were unique of you having to like zip around the area or dodge or do a certain type of attack to like weaken the boss. That one was just, you're stationary and just like kind of trying to solve a puzzle. I don't know. I did not care for that fight. Um, I also didn't care for the very last boss fight. To me, that one was just, that one also was just kind of, it was a bullet hell fight and it was just, eh, it was okay. But, oh, actually, yeah, I kept it on story mode for that too, because at that point too, I was starting to tire of it a bit. Yeah. And again, I wanted to, I wanted to finish it out, but I, yeah. Tired I the whole game? From there. What's that? You were tired of like the whole game or? I just like the boss fight in general. Oh, just the like, boss yeah. fight. Okay. And, and kind of a, just, just, yeah, I knew I was so close to the end. I actually thought we were recording like two weeks ago on this. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I got to get to the end. So that was part of it. I probably would have taken my time and, and probably gotten my way through it. At least the last one, I, the, the second to last one, I was so done with that. That was definitely a story mode. Yeah. Um, I, I died, way. I think two or three times the last boss and I was getting annoyed, but yeah, I just didn't care for his fight. But overall, though, I thought the boss fights were cool. They were, they were a nice change of pace. Um, I think I, I do kind of wish there was a little more from the combat because you have these really unique guns with very unique abilities. And I was expecting to kind of have to use these abilities. Like Gus the shotgun, he can suck in enemies. So it's like, oh, maybe I'm going to like fight enemies with shields and have to like suck the shields away. I forgot to even use it. Yeah. Or like, you know, the time freeze. Maybe I'm going to be having to fight some really fast enemies that I need to slow them down or something. So it was uh, more don't. like you wanted more variety of enemies. A little bit. Because like I wanted to use, I wanted a reason to use the other guns. Because like you were saying, Liz, you kind of favor one or two guns and kind of ignore the others. Me and Keith, we both loved Creature. And so when I got him, he was what I used 90% of the time. Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing that could help liven up the combat is to have... Um, new enemies because you were seeing a lot of like the yellow minions, the little bugs or whatever there are, and then the tall ones that you have to keep shedding. Yeah. So it's it's a minor complaint because, like I said, I still enjoyed how relaxing the combat was. It's just I I wish I was able to I was forced more to play with some of these guns and characters, but uh, I really enjoyed the platforming in this game. Like I said, this game is kind of a Metroidvania. You are revisiting these areas and you're progressively unlocking new abilities, new guns, which have other abilities, which just explore some previous paths you weren't able to, to get more treasure and rewards. I actually enjoyed the aspect of like the exploration in this game because it overall was 
pretty easy and noticeable. You have a, uh, a radar that tells you if a treasure's nearby. So I actually enjoyed like exploring this environment. Yeah, I actually really love the the format with especially when you I, th- I think it's up on the D pad where it shows you which direction to go. Yeah, but there were some times that I would see a chest and I wasn't sure if I could get it yet. Like I know that I was gonna get a, a freezing gun, so there was a fan and a uh, you kept chest jumping in the fan. It. Well, because there was a t- <laughs> there was a time or two where I almost got it, oh. and I was like, I th- it must be me. And then I, you know, I ended up giving up. And then shortly after, you told me about the gun, and I was like, well, I just wasted <laughs> however many minutes. <laughs> so there were times where I wasn't sure if I'd be able to get something, or I'm like, is it in a building? Is it up high? So I mean, user error. I feel like. <laughs> um, did you guys have any? Uh- particularly favorite jokes uh there was one there was one kind of small one that i absolutely loved when you're in the barren wasteland there's a tavern you can go to and there's a guy who does a flute solo did you guys discover this guy no i don't think so i think so uh, i forget what he calls the instrument but he's one of the g3 cartel guys and when he starts playing it because of course he plays it badly i was cracking up laughing at this joke it was super dumb but it just it made me laugh so hard I loved the TV segments too. Uh, like you were kind of saying, Keith, with the, uh, the sounds of a guy in a hole. I thought some of the like the side humor in this game was just really clever. And I, I think we also we have to mention that there's four full length movies in this game. This game yeah. is like 42 gigs, and I'm assuming 28 of those gigs is having four <laughs> movies because it's not a very long game. Like main story, you're looking at about nine hours. For completion, you're looking between 12 and a half to 17 hours. But yeah, there's four full-length movies. Uh, Taming the T-Rex, Demon Wind, Blood Harvest, and uh, what was the last one? Well, I'm confused. So when you sit down on the couch and you're watching the TV, those are the movies, right? Yes. Don't you always start in the middle of them? Because I would sit down and I would start watching it and then I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And then I would get up. <laughs> So that's actually, that was going to be one of my gripes. And I know it would be pretty hard to, I all right, I don't know how it would be possible to like program it or whatever so that it always continuously plays. But if you went in and out of a room, it would always start at the same point. And it, unless you proceeded like in the actual story. So that kind of got a little annoying. Um, like his TV inside the house, always starting from the same place for a while. But um yeah it, it otherwise i think it would play the whole thing from that point though like if you sat down and watched it right yeah uh and uh, i mean the game gives you a quick disclaimer at the beginning too but uh there is nudity in those movies so once again don't be watching those if uh young children are nearby and it's actually like real people right yeah they're they're real live action movies but yeah, they're they're bad movies. <laughs> like, I, I actually like enjoyed watching them just because how bad Can they were. Can you imagine were. that being on your acting credit? Like, <laughs> you're well. One me, of like, them had uh, Paul Walker and Denise Richards. Oh, so it was yeah, like an actual movie. Theater, yeah, 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 they're real movies. Oh, I thought they were made up movies. No, they are real movies. Oh, okay. Well, I take that back. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it even more ridiculous. Because I'm guessing, what are these like? Movies that aren't under any copyright now, or do they buy the rights? To I, I'm assuming because they're all very old movies. I saw people talking about that movie online, and I was like, oh, I wonder why they're bringing that up because it's a super old movie. And there was one character in one of the movies that looked like she was from Blossom. I'm like, how did they make it look that old? And she probably was. Yeah, and I was, now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, well, the camera actually looks like it's from the 90s, and they're from Blossom. And, and not that I watched Blossom, I just remember... But uh, there's one, you can actually summon a movie theater and one of the movies you watched, which is Demon Wind, there's three aliens in the front row and they make commentary about it. So it's kind of like watching a mystery science theater movie. And I, I actually had a good kick out of that one because I I love mystery science theater. Me and my dad used to watch them all the time. Uh, so the fact that they kind of did it for this movie, it's a Demon Wind was like the worst movie. Which one were you <laughs> laughing at like crazy when we were visiting? It was that one. Like, it was Demon it Wind was? because yeah, I, you were just like chuckling the whole time because the aliens were making but... commentary to it, and it's just like, and it was funny because at one point the alien, one of the com- co- commenters, 
was trying to explain the lore of Demon Wind. And I thought he was making it out because I'm like, this is really stupid. But later in the movie, like, no, he was explaining real lore that is in the movie. And it's just so poorly written that it was just funny. Because I think I sat through the first couple of minutes. I watched 90% of it. I unfortunately had to leave and I had an appointment. So I was like, crap, I want to finish this movie. And like you said, you can't pick up where you left off. So I'm like, well, I don't want to rewatch this entire thing. So that's the unfortunate bit, but yeah, it was it was pretty funny though. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything other than the the two cameos, the um, final joke. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that <clears throat> legitimately caught me off guard. Yeah. and made me laugh on, and it was just su- and it was such a perfectly timed joke. Like it, the whole game sets up that moment, and then it hits you with that joke, and it was. Like that was what made all of the gameplay worth it to me. And it's so weird to say that one joke made like nine hours of gameplay worth it, but it kind of did. I mean, it's something we used to always say of like, what would make this game better? And sure enough, it did. (laughs) Don't say too much. I I know. I will. Now I feel Uh, sad that we can't even talk about it. You know what I mean? We always bring it up. It's not not worth a spoiler cast, I don't think. But my gosh. So if it like if you don't want to play it, fine. I still think it's funny. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. The, yeah, you can find like the joke, I'm sure. But it, I don't know if you were planning on playing High on Life, like just know that the the end joke is at least my favorite joke. Uh, another uh, little joke that they did actually that was really funny. The first like um, no, the second boss that you're fighting. You're in a like a forest area and you have to warp in a, a bridge segment. And of course, it's like a highway and there's a car accident. You see these aliens fighting over this car accident, but they don't care that they're warped into a completely different planet. And what I enjoyed about that humor is because later on in the game, they decided to make like a civilization on this bridge. They have like an own community and stuff like that. And just like the joke kind of kept building on to itself. And I actually thought it was pretty funny and clever. Well, I mean, really in all levels, because the other one, too, it's not as funny, um, but it's the kid you buy the drum for. He yeah, because that's an achievement. Like a famous drummer, which I didn't get because it's either it's, missable or broken. I'm not sure. No, it's very specific. I looked up like how to do it. And someone's like, after this boss, do this thing. After this boss, do this thing. So you have to do very specific steps to get that achievement, which is really kind of annoying. So you kind of have to look it up how to do yeah. it. Yeah. So that I, I hate achievements like that. Yeah, that is kind of unfortunate. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I did it at least because I see his posters all over the city, but I didn't see him perform, and I th- I think that's the thing I missed. You have to see him perform on TV, yeah. So maybe if you keep yeah. looking at the TV screen, he might appear. It's either that or I at least the vid. The, I only looked up one video, but it it looked like they were in a very specific scene. Ah. Uh. Um. But yeah, like there was that one or, um, again, just very inconsequential. But when you go down to the sewers the first time, the two pipes, and you decide to tell which one is more attractive, oh just a red goodness. pipe and a blue pipe. That, and then that gave Liz anxiety. The yeah. <laughs> but then just, yeah, the entire game, you have to go through that one side mm. of the, the doors and the other one yells at you every time. <laughs> which I felt so bad because I, I picked... The left one first. Yeah, you picked and then, blue. But then he was talking about how, like, everybody says that he's more attractive and, and all this stuff and explaining why the other person is unattractive. So then I, I, I flip-flopped and he was <laughs> very mad at me. And I um, and the other person was very happy that I someone finally said that they were the more attractive one. <laughs> I did the same thing, Liz. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, so yeah, I picked red at the beginning and I stuck with red. <laughs> I don't remember which color was on what side. Red's the right side, the blue's the left side. Oh, okay. Yeah, I started with the left side and then I swapped to the right side. <laughs> uh, see, like, I, I think a lot of those kind of small little jokes is really what makes this game shine. Like, I, I just, I wish there was more less explicit kind of jokes. Because to me, like, none of them really hit that hard to me that made me, like, crack up laughing. But um, I will say the thing that I really enjoyed about High in Life 2 is the environment. Like, the worlds that you explore are actually really beautiful. And not only that, also tying in with the music, but like, it's just like a vibe of like each of these worlds you're going to. And I, I loved exploring them like Blim city for the most part is small, but there's a lot going on in it. I was going to say they all kind of feel a little small to me, even though like you're looking at 
like they're kind of vistas, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But they look bigger than they actually are. Yeah. So for me, like I actually felt like they, they felt small, but I do like how different they all were. They were very beautiful. Um, I pretty much knew what not to step in. Although I did, <laughs> I did like I usually if I fell into something, it was an accident, but I knew not to go in there like, you know, the slime river and stuff. But and also it was very forgiving though when you fall in the rivers. Yes. Yeah, it was. Because I don't think you lost any of your money or anything. No, you lose a little health, but then it just teleports you right back up and you regenerate the health. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. And I like that you could um, kind of buy what you wanted. Yeah. Upgrade how you wanted. There wasn't a lot. Of, of stuff to upgrade like you're not really upgrade but like you're adding to your health you're adding mods and stuff so i i like there wasn't a lot of it but um the desert place was was really unique too yeah did you ever run out to the outer rims of the desert and get attacked by the monster no but i remember like when you first get there and he's like kenny's complaining because we have a mask or a uh, helmet and he yeah. does it and he's like sand's getting in my eye and he's like <laughs> complaining about it and i was like oh yeah i didn't think of that sucks <laughs> to be you <laughs> is it like do you just instantly die and well it teleports you back to base but it's just kind of funny because it's a giant sandworm but then it has like kind of a baby face and it even like makes a noise like Wah! and it attacks you. So it's just kind of goofy looking. But I actually thought... I don't know if I ever did that. Oh, really? I wish I did. <laughs> it's kind of goofy looking. It just makes like a weird noise. Yeah, I don't I don't remember having any complaints really. Um, I, I Again, I actually played this game a while ago now. So I, I didn't go back and refresh myself, but I don't remember having any issues with it. But yeah, I don't think it was standout to me, at least that I can recall. See, I, I liked all the cities and environments you went to. Like, it, it is impressive because, Liz, you are right. The, each map is actually pretty small, but I think they're so well designed and so well woven into each other that it actually feels like you're exploring this massive city. But it, in reality, it's really not that big. But... um. I loved just the overall like art style of this game. Like I loved the design of all the Gatlians. Like actually looking at them, they actually look like they're flesh. And I'm surprised there wasn't more inappropriate jokes with your guns about like you reloading them or like shooting them. But like they don't explain too much about like the Gatlians as a race. Because it is kind of weird. Like they are guns. They don't walk at all. Like, how did they have a civilization? How do they have a city? Like, how do they travel and walk around? And how do they reproduce? And do they create a completely different gun? Like, it, I don't know. It was kind of like, I wish this game had more backstory. I wish, uh, it's, I read online that um, someone said that, I think it was Kenny looked like um, like Nemo, Finding Nemo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. I couldn't stop seeing it. I wish I didn't read it. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> Nemo? Kenny. Kenny. The, the oh, yeah, I gun. can see that. But yeah, uh, graphically, I think don't, I don't think things were too vulgar. It was mostly just the, the jokes, which is interesting. Yeah, that is actually true. Yeah, there actually isn't too much visually inappropriate. Because all the alien porn, like, it, it doesn't look like mm. on the screen. Or what I guess. Well, I at the very out. end, you, uh, you put a bomb up someone's butt. Oh my goodness, yeah. I saw you. You were showing me something in that scene and I take that back. But that's like the only thing. Yeah, but I think like, that, especially with like the the jokes and stuff, I feel like it overshadows the actual funny bits, you know? Yeah. Because when I'm with talking about humor, I'm thinking of all like the stuff that I didn't like that I was like, that's too much. But you guys, like hearing you guys talk, I'm like, there were there were a lot of funny bits that I, I didn't even remember. But uh, I wanted to talk about music because... I, there was that same music every time like uh, a wave came or like a, a battle, yep, battle music. started. And it really wasn't the best battle music, I will <laughs> say. I, I, I kind of was just over it like, halfway through the game. But I, what do you guys think about the, the music? And the- I really liked it. To me, it wasn't... It's very unique. And to me, it just felt like it was going for a vibe. And I think it nailed it. Like... Cause that's what I mean. It, it really helps with this kind of relaxing of a first person shooter that this game is like, if you're just a stressful day and you like, this is a perfect game to kind of blow off steam of just, like I said, you don't have to do these crazy moves. You're not fighting crazy hard enemies. To me, it was just relaxing, exploring, getting treasure, you know, listen to the humor. 
I loved the music. I don't really remember the music except for, like I said, the battle music, <laughs> which is unfortunate because you really liked it. I, well, I, I agree with you with the battle music. The battle music did get a little repetitive. But I overall, though, I thought the music was great. And I, I think the voice acting is uh, overall really, I love really the good. I voice acting. I didn't particularly like some of the characters. Like I said, like Sweezy, I think is her name. I didn't like her character, but yeah. I think all the voices fit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the music, too. <laughs> I remember being like synthy and techno-y yeah. at times. And and same thing. Like it did it, it didn't bother me. I just I I really was just looking really to get more dialogue out of it as I as I played through. Solid work, guys. We've only been doing that, this podcast that long. And you guys forget. still forget about music. I was remembering to listen to it when I did. Like I said, I remember it being synthy and techno-y. Plus I feel like I mean, you guys don't even like my music taste when it comes to video games, so I mean Aren't you kind of happy I don't always pay attention? What's what's your music taste on video games? Graveyard Keeper. <laughs> do you even remember what that even sounds I like? I do. I don't, but I remember I didn't like it. <laughs> Which it's funny because like I, I feel like I like every genre of music. Like I'm not really like, oh, I hate country or I hate classical or which I think are the two main ones, but... I do. I really do love music, so it's kind of surprising that I. You're right. Sorry, my chair got very squeaky there. <laughs> very squeaky. You need a new chair. I know. One yeah. thing that Andrew, you kept talking about when we were playing with the achievements that you thought were hilarious. You were in number one this week with 770. You got 27 achievements. Um, Keith 720. And me two twenty five. Didn't you, wait, Keith? Didn't you get the most last week? What, mm, what game was last mm. week? Yeah, Vampire Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to. I don't, I don't think I patted you on the back for that. Good job. I it's mean, right. you didn't beat Andrew this week, but you were close. Well, I know at least one of them is broken for a fact. That was the one I didn't get the achievement for getting creature. Oh, so I you really got twenty six then. Oh, I mean, and uh, I, I, I took the guy at achievement that I wasn't supposed to get. Okay, see, so, so you guys tied so in here. We're even. <laughs> yeah, I randomly I was playing this game mostly on XCloud, and I signed on, and it gave me the achievement for collecting all the uh, like trading cards. Which that's another joke that I thought was kind of funny. You actually have like oh, garbage yeah. pale kid trading cards you can kind of collect in this game, like their version of it, which I thought were kind of funny. But yeah, it randomly popped up for me that I collected them all. And I was like, okay, sweet, thanks. So the ones that you're missing, is it mostly like get all the chests, get all of Yes, get all the chests, uh, get all the uh, challenges, which, oh yeah, this is another quick uh, gripe with this game. There's two things that I think are very important in this game that they don't explain to you. Well, not very important. Well, one of them is. But you pick up mods for your guns, which there's a difference between mods and then like, I don't know, perks. But like you, there's some things you don't have to equip for your guns, but the mods you do. And they didn't explain that to me for the longest time. I did not equip a mod on my gun till well past half the game. Cause like, I noticed I was picking these things up where it's like, Oh yeah, you know, uh, Sweezy will detonate her things after you reload, but it wasn't working. And I'm like, what am I missing? And then eventually I figured out I have an inventory and have to equip, but onto my gun. They don't explain that to you. Which Which that guy at the beginning, that's part of your suit could have very easily told you yeah and then not only that there's also a um kind of a goofy moderator board where like people are in a chat room and talking about things but that board is full of challenges you know kill so many enemies with a knife kill so many enemies with a certain gun or kill a specific type of enemies and when you do these challenges you get a lot of extra currency for the in the game and yeah, there's an achievement to complete all those challenges. But once again, they did not explain these challenges. I, I just know they were there. Yeah, I just noticed a pop up every once on the top right saying like "kill thirty enemies with a knife." Here's five hundred pesos. So I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know what that means. And eventually, I noticed that there was like a chat room board where people are talking, and there's some jokes there. But I didn't care to read too much. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of challenges you can do. And it's like, oh, well, that would have been nice to know. Yeah, I thought I was trying to go for like. It- kind of poking fun at reddit or whatever yeah but um yeah i don't i couldn't tell you when i found it but it was kind of the same way i just was like poking through menus and i went oh okay here's this and like i kind of stumbled across the inventory of my mods and stuff too so yeah i don't 
I don't recall it being explained. I could be wrong, but I I found it the same way. So hot tips from from the podcast. Yep. Make sure you go into your inventory and look at the administrator board. And I think it's fixed now um, because that was another one that I I don't know if I would have gotten the achievement necessarily, but I was unable to because all of a sudden the boards were just locked and it wouldn't show me any of those things. Oh, that's what was broken for you? Yeah. Huh? So I couldn't even like access to see any of them. And yeah, I guess I, I looked it up and I guess early on there was a bug for it that's patched, but you had to like restart the game. And I think I was three quarters of the game when I realized it. So I said, nope. And I did not do that. Yeah. Surprisingly, uh, Squatch Games is really good with, uh, coming up with patches in this game. When this game first came out, it had crazy bad frame rate issues. Like I saw a lot of videos of the game dropping well below like 30 FPS, but I think day two of the game being released, they came out with a patch that fixed it, and I think it now runs at uh, 60 FPS across the board. But, uh, yeah, they've been doing a really good job kind of fixing the bugs. I did not encounter too many bugs besides, like, those few little ones, but nothing too crazy. Yeah, I mean, those are the two big – I mean, pretty big ones because they were achievement ones. But, as I said, I only know for a fact that one of them actually prevented me from getting the achievement. Yeah. I don't know the other one did for sure. But uh, overall, I do recommend it for Achievement Hunters. Like I said, it's not a very long game. You're looking like 12 hours, and you can get a good chunk of the achievements. I kind of wish I had looked at them before because I would have gotten so many more. Yeah. I do at least recommend you look at the achievements beforehand. Uh, but I will say, I actually, what I loved about the achievements, though, is there's they use the achievements as a joke for a couple of them. And I thought it worked really well, and <laughs> I enjoyed it. So the achievements, I think, are actually a lot of fun. So I... I I'm commend this game for using the achievements in a humorous way, but uh, yeah, let's get into our final thoughts here on high on life. So for me, like I said, I was very lukewarm with high on life, but I was very pleasantly surprised with it. It's combat is very simple, which I think is a perk personally to me. It was a perk because it was just, this game is very relaxing. So if you're looking for a pretty humorous game, don't have to worry too much about it. You had a rough day at work. This is a great game to recommend. It's the humor may not always be spot on. It is some of it's a bit childish and just gross for the sake of being gross. But the jokes that do hit, I thought were hilarious. I really enjoyed the talking guns, which another quick thing we forgot to mention. Uh, nice feature. I don't know why you would, but it, it's at least nice that you have the option. If you go to the options, you can turn down the frequency of how much the enemies you talk or how much your guns talk. So if you just find your guns annoying with their rambling, you can turn that off. I don't know why you would, because I, I never got annoyed with the guns talking, but cool feature. Yeah, I, I do recommend High on Life. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the boss fights were, were fun and interesting. Uh, for me, though, I, I'm going to give it an 85. I, I, I wish there was a little more depth with the combat. Uh, I absolutely would love a sequel to this game. I thought the environment was a lot of fun to explore. Um, I just think, yeah, the story could have been better. I, I would have loved more backstory. I would I did not care. Like I agree with you, Liz. Did not care for Jean or your sister. They were just there talking random arguments and I could care less about them. But yeah, the music was nice, the environments were good. Eighty five. So I'm I'll I'll just I'll just kick right off and actually say I was gonna give it an eighty five as well. Um so I actually agree with your score. Ooh. But but yeah, I kind of had the same thoughts where I was a little hesitant about what this game was going to give me. And honestly, it, it really delivered, I think, almost exactly what I was expecting. But I found it more entertaining than I I had thought I would um, when I was originally looking at it. So overall, I, I did find it enjoyable, aside from it getting, yes, a bit tiresome at some points. Um yeah, I, I just, I, I thought it was, like you said, Andrew, when it hit, it hit so, so well. And then otherwise, I was just kind of like, eh, kind of funny here and there. Um, another actual kind of interesting kind of joke, but side thing is, and I, I can only think of one specific time that I saw, but even using different guns could change the way the gameplay went. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I really appreciated how much detail they put into really everything. And, and so that's where I it, it shined the most for me and what I, I think I liked the most about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I stand by that 85. 
Well, I feel like my score is like too high because I was going to give an 87. Oh, like, here I thought I was like, are we going to have a perfect, I perfect kick off the podcast, I actually podcast, feel like 85 is the perfect, because like 87, I didn't like it as much as you guys did. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like I'll do, I'll do 86 because now 87 <laughs> seems too high, but I'm like, is it 80? I don't know. I... <laughs> I feel. I like how long we've been doing this. this. But you know what? It's a high eighty-six because. Oh, I get it. That's not what I was going for. Okay, never mind. Then you're not clever. I'm not clever. I just. (laughs) I feel like it was. There's some things that are a bit too much, and then with the like the story and character development, I don't think they did the greatest job at making me care. Yeah. Um, and I I did enjoy the combat. It wasn't. Very addict. I'm eighty five. I'm gonna get give eighty five. I'm gonna talk to myself <laughs> down. I'm talking myself down. I'm gonna give it an eighty five. Uh, but looking at Metacritic, uh, sixty eight and eight point one, and our fourth and silent co-host is back. Sixty eight. So the critics don't really like it. Yeah. So I actually have a couple reviews. The first one's a critic who gave it a thirty, and um, the headline is "But Why Though." Anyone who isn't thrilled at the idea of having is it Roland? Is that how you pronounce it? What? Roland? The yeah, uh, Roiland. Roiland. Constantly chattering in their ear for a dozen hours straight will likely find the game's incessant need to force itself on the player annoying. With the addition of uncompelling combat, frustrating exploration, and a lack of anything else to offer players, High on Life is one of the most annoying, derivative, and slogging experiences in years. <laughs> he could have um, turned off the voice, the gun chatter. Yeah, well, but you know what? I feel like it, it, it sounds like he just doesn't like the the voice actor. Yeah, because um, honestly, the, the the I didn't think the traversal was bad at all. I liked it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Justin Roiland might not be a good person. Oh yeah, he just recently like, got charged with domestic violence. I, well, I was gonna say, I wonder, like, how, like what the creators are like based on the humor. But then I was like, wait, I think one of them was recently um, in the news about something bad, so I didn't want to mention it. But yeah, it was him. <laughs> And then someone who accidentally gave it a zero because the rest of it's good. I'm just going to read the first paragraph because we did play Pentiment. I'm actually speechless that critics are dumping on this and at the same time praising Pentiment as some sort of second coming. Pentiment was complete, utter, self-serving agenda, shoving lazy trash. And he goes on to it, but he talks about how he likes farts humor and stuff. But I just thought it was interesting that somebody kind of compared it to Pentiment. <laughs> that is very odd. Um, <laughs> but yes, our fourth and silent co-host gave it a zero, of course. So uh, I feel like you I, guys were in no- I, I, I was curious because like, well, no, cause he always <laughs> says, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he likes fart humor and sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. I Well, it, I feel like he wasn't fully um, bashing it. The beginning of the game, game is thunderous and overflows with a humor. Quite particular, not to say basically stupid and provocative, even silly and irreverent. I, I, I always struggle saying that word. And particularly vulgar, with a well-seen illusion, private joke to Fallout 3, of course. But all this quickly turns in circles. The gameplay turns out to be repetitive and very mediocre. Simple and reduced to its simplest expression without nuance, stupid and brutal. Shoot things with your talking gun. And it's because he talks... BS is a full word about it. This gun, it looks like, oh, that's, he, he's the one that said it looked like Nemo. Um, <laughs> all these increasingly inane dialogues that speak for nothing are also very tiring. When you don't shoot, you jump and hang on. This is just, it, he goes on talking about, um, it looks like an Indian, 256 colors. It doesn't keep um, 60 frames per second. And he talked about the levels being cramped. So he, he goes he on. He said when on. you're not shooting, you're jumping. Isn't that like most games? Like that's like every first person shooter. Maybe he doesn't like platforms. If you're not shooting, then you're exploring and collecting things. Like, I mean, a lot of times like, I was jumping during combat because I was trying to get away. Yeah, that's that's a weird complaint from Which, him. Another thing, I really do like that. You know, I didn't have to pick up health packs or ammo. Um, you your health you can, and it's just like bonus health. Get hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you you don't need it. So that was actually very helpful for yeah. someone like me. It helps with like the relaxing environment of the game. But I was surprised by the reviews. Yeah, I know a lot of people have been pointing out that the critics have been like dumping on it, but the users have been loving it. And I I don't know. I, I can see why some critics don't like it, but it's just, yeah, this game isn't for everyone, but I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It, it surprised me. I still miss Rick. I'm just going to. 
put that out there. <laughs> it made me want to watch Rick and Morty just to watch Rick. I actually want to say, did you guys catch any Rick and Morty references? Well, like I said earlier, there was that thing that I caught on to because I had seen it on Rick and Morty. But what? That like the person that like kind of betrays you or like tricks you. Um, oh, but that's that's seen... not really quite a reference though. No, but it was like a part of the show. So I immediately knew like it kind of spoiled it. Yeah. But this game has a ton of references to like anime, to other shows and other games. But now that I think about it, I don't think there's a single Rick and Morty reference. I feel like they can't because it is so similar. Like, this is like practically from an episode of Rick and Morty. There are so many yeah, episodes exactly. like Exactly. So this. people who like that show, you think it would be kind of like a nod like, hey, it, guys. I think it'd be too much. I mean, yeah. you already have the sister that's similar. You have the, the plot that's similar. I mean, there's there's two. They already put too much of Rick and Morty in it. I thought it would have been like a very funny joke if they actually had like Rick make a cameo. And pop out. See, that would have made it even better. Like, I feel like... That like would have been I a said, very funny missing, joke. They're missing Rick. Yeah. That's what they needed. Or yeah, a poster, was, a wanted poster. I was maybe the closest is like, the is Jeans watching TV and your thing is, it's kind of like the interdimensional TV. Yeah. yeah but that's not but that's, quite a reference. Again, no, it's it's not a reference to it. It's, it's the closest I would say, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just think it's interesting that he keeps making stuff like Rick and Morty. Where, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the newer seasons of Rick and Morty haven't been as good. Like, why, if you're just going to make things that are like Rick and Morty, why don't you just focus on making the best seasons? Because he talked about how, like, you know, like, thanking fans because, like, they were being patient with him because he wanted to work on other projects. But it's like, eh, is it? Are they different projects? <laughs> like, why can't you just give me better episodes of Rick and Morty in the later seasons? Well, so here's actually a question. Would you have liked this game better if they basically framed it as a Rick and Morty game? Because it wouldn't have taken that much difficulty, I don't think. It's all very out there sci-fi humor. It's very vulgar. It it could have very much even been that you were playing like a story that's inside of Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? It's unless they contractually couldn't because Dan Harmon or something. Like, would it have been better if it was just Rick and Morty? Yes, I 100% think so. Because for me, like there were episodes of Rick and Morty that really hit you in the gut. There were episodes that were really funny. The the family dynamics, there, like it was all about like the characters and the actual story. This, I feel like it was missing all that. It was missing the charm. It was missing like the characters that you actually care about. So Rick and Morty, it's like, heck yeah. more like I, I know I said this a bunch this episode. Um, and I'm repeating myself, but Morty is the worst character of that show. And this is, I mean, he is essentially, you know, so for me, it's like, yeah, I think it would have been way better. My answer is yes and no. I say yes, because like one of my things, like I said, that I didn't like for this, I didn't care for, there was no really backstory or character development. So if you, this was a Rick and Morty game, like if you were a fan of the show, you already kind of have that backstory and character development and stuff like that. And you could easily grow off of it. But I also say no, because then this game is more of, Hey, this is for Rick and Morty fans. And I feel like there would be more of a barrier of people entering and enjoying this game. But it is once again on game pass. I don't think people would probably would care that much. I think people would probably still check it out. I don't know. I think overall, maybe. Yeah. What? When people like Rick and Morty more, because I feel like a lot of people aren't going to play this game because, because it's vulgar and it doesn't have the story. It doesn't have all these things. I mean, I feel like it would be a great introduction to Rick and Morty. But I think that the, the I, I guess their jokes, the, the crudeness and stuff, that's going to deter people more than Rick and Morty. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Because, I mean, right now um, on Netflix, Cyberpunk... Edge Runners just came out. It's an anime and it was so incredibly good. Cyberpunk, the game 2077 was like number one on the steam charts for like a month. It's still way up there. Like it brought a lot of people into that game. And then now most recently, uh, HBO just released the last of us. Very good first episode. And sure enough, that game is now like being sold like crazy. So uh, yeah, if if they came out with a Rick and Morty game like and it was like this and it was very good, it would draw people to Rick and Morty because it's it's already been proven now with a couple really good shows. And you could have multiplayer. I mean, there's I mean the sister is actually like yeah she could a lot have been of combat now. And then you have Rick and Morty. You could have up to three people. I mean, you can't really have the dad or the mom. They kind of now Squash suck. Games did make a Rick and Morty game. It was just a it was a VR game. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm still torn about it myself. I'm, I'm kind of with you, Andrew. Like, I think there's parts of it that could have been better, but I also think it would have, I don't know. I think I would have, I think I would have liked it less personally. I do think that it would have made the final joke that much funnier. Oh yeah. It, but that's just, again, kind of knowing Rick and Morty and, and everything. But all that to say is, yeah, I'm kind of in the middle of myself. It was just more a thought I had. I also, I do apologize. I was a little over-opinionated this episode, but I, just because I love Rick and Morty. <laughs> and I was actually a little disappointed. I was so excited about this game. Yeah, how dare you give an opinion and... to people on a review <laughs> podcast? How dare you? <laughs> I was just like, I. this is one of the games that was on my like must-play for this year. Oh, yeah? And so for me, like, I, I was... I think that's why. So I, you were overall a little more disappointed. Yes, and I always get like a, I feel like a little more uh, heated and and stuff when I'm like when I'm disappointed. Where I'm just like I wanted to love this game. Um, that's so why yeah. you're mad at me every day. Because I'm just a <laughs> disappointment to you. Wow. <laughs> you make me sound like the meanest wife. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not. No, but. you're not. <laughs> I kid. But anyway, let's wrap it up here. That was a good question, Keith. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, please email us at gamepassgrabbing at gmail.com or you can hit us up on our Facebook or Twitter at GBGBpod. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I've been Keith, and that last question was my outro. <laughs> and I'm Liz- really lazy. <laughs> I'm Liz Noob, gamer tag, comment on Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob. Noob is all right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.